0: All right, Barry Soper, our senior political is with us right now. Hey, Barry. Good afternoon, Heather. Do you reckon there's going to be something in the
1: budget? Oh, absolutely. What? Um, look, this is the sixth chapter for Grant Robertson. It's a sixth budget, well-being budget. Uh, he's titled this one, Support for Today, Building for Tomorrow. Um, uh, there are a few things to be mindful of as you listen to the budget being read tomorrow. Much of the spending will be over four years, which means... They can announce big money, billions of dollars, uh, elect us and we'll do this. So it can can seem much more generous than it is. Uh, And you need to think of the two lists that you should have, and that's what's new in the budget and what's not. Now, uh, will there be a Robertson rabbit? Well... Uh, Yes, I definitely think there will be. I've talked around the Beehive today. Yeah. And they say there will be surprises or a surprise in the budget. And don't forget it was Grant Robertson that um, in uh, the 2005 uh, election campaign that uh, was working for the late Sir Michael Cullen and um, came up with the interest-free student loans. He was party to that. Uh, as a as a, um, an official in uh, Michael Cullen's office. So he knows all about this. And there was talk, I think, probably more than a year ago now, because they couldn't do it now, but uh, scrapping student loans altogether, well, that would be an impossibility because uh, the last count that I could see, and it was some time ago, the student loan uh, bill was uh, $16 billion dollars. So they're not going go, going to come out and say we'll scrap those. Tell you what it almost well it did it for Clark in 2005 because I had a person working in my office um, and uh, he had rather a large student loan and uh, said to me, well, I've got my vote same and, with me Well absolutely yep. and and there were a lot of people like that so um, you know that that was one rabbit that Grant Robertson. Yeah. Seen. And this man knows about rabbits. He knows they're uh, maybe on a hiding to nothing come this election. And he knows that he's got to appeal to a certain sector. Now, you know, the health education and what have you, they'll be all in there. Uh, it's a cost of living budget. Yeah. So there'll be, I, I would imagine, a lot in terms of uh, working for families and that sort do of Do you thing. think that's what it is? Well, working for families uh, depends on how they do it. Because uh, to most people, work, people working for families doesn't mean a hell of a lot. It's not a big surprise No, but because if they've you always feared into that.
0: But Barry, if you are a family receiving, working for families and you're struggling to, because your mortgage has gone up and you can't put food on the table, that is the fastest way to get money into your pocket.
1: Oh, it is. And, you know, I hate to go back to it, but Muldoon used to say, put money in their yep. pocket coming into an election and you'll win the election. No, and but so, so but they'll be thinking of things along those lines.
0: This isn't an election winner, right? This is just to stop the stop the rot because nobody votes for them at the next election based on what they do in this budget.
1: Well, no, that's not necessarily the case. Because, Unless there's a promise. Yes, you've got to remember that yes. uh, what they may announce tomorrow is something that will take place elect us, and it will take place. Don't elect us, and you're not going to get it. You can't
0: do that, Barry, because then you're making people wait for five months for help when they're struggling right now. It's well, got to be something that happens the, right Oh, now. no,
1: there will be certainly cost of living, and but there will be
0: something bigger than you, that as when well. When you talked around, was it surprise or surprises?
1: Uh, s- surprise, I think. Just the was, one big yes, one. I think
0: so. Goody.
1: Yeah, so, um, you know... Um, I I would think, expect to be surprised by... Yeah, I agree with you, actually.
0: So Biden's not going to Pacific anymore, but does that mean that Chippy's going to pull out?
1: Um, Again, I asked around the Beehive about that today, and um, I I imagine he'll be making his decision depending on who's going to be there from the United States. Will it be the Vice President uh, or will it be the Secretary of State? Yeah. Uh, Look, this is a photo op. For Chris Hipkins it would have been with uh, Joe Biden at an international meeting in the lead-up to an election. So it would have been good for him. Yeah. Uh, Biden, you can imagine the chaos that he's caused by not going, this was meant to take place next week. Well, mm. it will take place next week. Uh, he's not going to Australia either. And uh, so much for the Americans' drive into the Pacific. So they'll have to send somebody fairly senior, I'd imagine, from Washington because, look, uh, I think this is uh, something of a cold war in the Pacific at the moment. Uh, Americans are open, opening embassies all over the place now in the Pacific. So they've, uh, after Donald Trump, have seen the value of the Pacific. And uh, get a load of this. If you don't think it is a cold war, it's been reported that the US and Papua New Guinea uh, were poised to sign a security deal and that would give the US armed forces uh, uninhibited access to PNG's territorial waters and airspace. Now, that's big deal. Yeah. And I know China's got a lot of foothold in the Pacific now as well, but do we really want it playing out in our backyard? No, not really.
0: Hey, very quickly, what's the most interesting thing that the parliamentarians <laughs> own?
1: Well, I think the, it's what they didn't own I found the most interesting, and um, if you look at, you know, there's uh, a lot of the politicians own several properties, Yeah. but there's uh, a handful that own nothing really, and that's uh, the Green co-leader, Marama Davidson, oh. Tourism Minister Pini Hinare, oh. uh, the Labour uh, MP, Ibrahim uh, Omar, uh-huh. and uh, Axe Damien Smith, uh, oh. they don't have any interest in any property, and... Uh, that's most unusual, although I must say you remember David Seymour. He bought something, isn't he? He didn't have it. No, he hasn't just bought something. I think he's uh, realised that he does have an interest in a few trusts oh. with his family probably.
0: Oh, yeah. I, th- I think he might have actually bought something as well. Uh, <laughs> I've
1: yeah. sort of heard. Well, he does have a mortgage. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yes, no, he's he got some. Good on him. He's
0: yeah, gr- oh, David has grown up, hasn't he? That's <laughs> <laughs> lovely. Barry, thank you for that. Barry Soper, senior political
1: correspondent. For more from Heather Duplessy-Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.
0: If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy.